Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. International Fellowship of Prophetic Watchmen, Shamar Warriors, and Intercessors of the House of Yehuda. Our talk show teleconference from our show ID 145391. It's Tuesday, September 7th, 2021, and I'm Watchman Apostle Ramona Haswell, here to facilitate this teleconference from our Oceanside, California chapter, continuing our study series today for this evening as we prepare ourselves to observe this month's fall feast as we draw into this new year 5782 today with the observance of Rosh Hashanah, uh, the Shemitah, hallelujah, the Feast of Trumpets, hallelujah. 
focus of the International Fellowship of Prophetic Watchmen, Shamar Warriors and Intercessors is prophecy and prayer as we fight on the battlefield in this end time hour. As watchmen, we are called by Yahuwah himself to blow the shofar, sound a warning, to warn of judgment coming upon the land. It's high time to blow out shofar. In Ezekiel 33, one through seven, we're told that a, the duty of a watchman is to blow the shofar, to de declare a prophetic warning when he sees a sword coming upon the land. Hallelujah. If he blows the shofar and the people take warning, then the people are the better for it. If the people don't take warning, then the blood of judgment is upon the people and not the watchman. In this end time hour, a trumpet is to be blown in Zion. For according to Joel chapter two and one, the day of the Lord is at hand. Hallelujah. Therefore, we blow the trumpet in Zion to awaken Israel, who spiritually sleeps, not taking heed to the end time signs and prophecies being fulfilled as the day of the Lord is at hand. Hallelujah. So here at the International Fellowship of Prophetic Watchmen, Shamar warriors and intercessors of the house of Yehuda, we watch and pray to awaken Zion and to usher in fulfillment of prophecies during this second advent. Hallelujah. So once again, in observance of the Feast of Trumpets, Yom Tuvarah, we are going to start with the sounding of the trumpet by Uriah, Uriah Jabez, who blew the shofar, and we'll probably have him blow it again toward the end, leading into our fellowship theme song that you're listening to now, If My People who are called by my name, hallelujah, by Sister Deborah Barnes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. He said he would. He said he would. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said he would. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We bless the Lord for that uh, um, music, for that blowing of the shofar and for that music. That reminds us how that we should be praying right now praying so that God will heal this land. Oh, we talked about that yesterday. I'm just going to pick up where I left off on last night. I hope you've had the opportunity to watch last night's part one of this Rosh Hashanah series as we conclude today. I am exhausted. I don't usually do three in a row, but I'm doing three in a row. We started on Sunday with the overview and on Monday with the, with the uh, part one, and now we're at part two. We talked about Rosh Hashanah and spoke much about the seventh day Sabbath, the seven year Shemitah year and how the curse of the Shemitah, excuse me, corresponds with the failure of today's worldwide economies, as well as the bondage of the Israelites who failed to honor the seventh year Shemitah and how the 70th, 70th, 70th Shemitah is a year of jubilee. 
So we talked all about that yesterday. Although although I will continue maintaining and caring for my potted plants, I'm just going to go back a little bit just to let you know where we are. We were talking about um, this whole season, this whole fall season of planting and harvesting. So it says, I, I yesterday I said, I, I referred to Leviticus 25, 1 through 8. I also referred you to this book. Uh, let's see where I am. I referred you to this book by Jonathan, Prophet Jonathan Kahn. Let me pull it back a little bit. The Mystery of the Shemitah by Prophet Jonathan Kahn. This is a good book. And I also referred you to this one by him also, The Harbinger. Oh, we have a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn. Hallelujah. I'll be showing you those books again a little later at the end. I just want to go back and read Leviticus just to catch you up just a little bit. But uh, I'm not going to go back too far. Leviticus 25, 1 through 8 said, The Lord spoke to Moshe in Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and tell them, When you come into the land which I give you, then shall the land keep a Shabbat to the Lord. Six years you shall sow your field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather in the fruits of it. But in the seventh year shall be a Shabbat of solemn rest for the land, a Shabbat to the Lord. You shall neither sow your field nor prune your vineyard. That which grows of itself of your harvest you shall not reap. And the grapes of your undressed vine you shall not gather. It shall be a year of solemn rest for the land. The Shabbat of the land shall be for food for you and for your servant and for your maid and for your hired servant and for your stranger who lives as a foreigner with you. For your cattle and for the animals that are in your land shall all the increase of it be for food. You shall number seven Shabbatat of years to you, seven times seven years, and there shall be to you the days of seven Shabbatat of years, even 49 years. Hallelujah. Now, it may appear throughout these teachings on the feast that I will be repeating myself, but it is the Lord repeating himself in all that he wants to manifest out of your obedience. If you do according to his will and not our own logic, you know, it's not what we think or how it has happened before, how it worked before. We'll see great manifestations coming out of it. So we have to determine whether we're going to go by Yahuwah's system or the world system. Hallelujah. And just for an example, let's look at Luke chapter 5, verses 4 through 11. And it says, now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answered, said unto master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. They had so much it broke the net. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. Oh, look how God blesses. When Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, 
depart from me, for I'm a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all, all that were with him at the drop of the fishes which they had taken. And so also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. Hallelujah. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. Luke 5, 4 through 11 encourages us to think about working according to Yah's system rather than the world's system. God's system tells us that every seven years is equated with the 70th day that he rested after the seventh day that he rested after creating all that is. In Jewish tradition, this seventh year was a year to clean the slates, especially in finances, where all debts were cleared and everyone resets debt free, which has uh, which he referred to as the Lord's release. Hallelujah. And uh, Deuteronomy 15, one through six. As we continue laying our Rosh, Rosh Hashanah details, let us look at those trumpets, the sounding of the shofar and their meaning. As I said in my introduction this evening, the watchman sounds the shofar according to a warning, to warn of judgment coming upon a land, according to Ezekiel 33, 1 through 7. Hallelujah. And this is what it reads. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, son of man, speak to the children of thy people and say unto them, when I bring the sword upon the land, if the people of the land make a, take a man of their coast and set him for their watchman, if when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he bloweth the trumpet and warn the people. Then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh not warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchman see the sword coming and blow not the trumpet and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word at my mouth and warn them from me. Judgment comes to awaken Zion, who spiritually sleeps, not taking heed to the end time signs and the prophecies being fulfilled as the day of the Lord is at hand, according to Joel chapter two, verse one. Hallelujah. The day of the Lord is at hand. So during this feast of trumpets, the shofar is blown as a reminder that as we are preparing for the mark of the beast all over this world right now, as prophecy is being fulfilled right now in our timing through Revelation 13, 12 through 17. 
And it says, and he exercises all the power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men and deceives them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which was a who which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he caused all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And according to Revelation chapter nine, verses one through four, and it says, and the fifth angel sounded and saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. Now this is real. This is why Yehoshua said, look up. I saw a star fall from heaven onto the earth. These things are going to happen. That's, this is not a storybook. This is not a fairy tale. Let me start again. And the fifth angel sounded and I saw a star fall from heaven onto the earth. And to him, the star See, you don't even know what a star is. You've been told something different. But my word, my Bible tells me that the stars sing and glorify God. The stars are angels. And here, this confirms it. And I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit and there arose a smoke out of the pit as a smoke of a great furnace and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit and there came out of the smoke locusts unto the earth not a fairy tale and until them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power open your eyes i i declare and decree that blind eyes are opening Oh, that your spiritual eyes and ears are now hearing the truth of the word. That this is not a fairy tale. That this is prophecy that will manifest during the fall advents. The spring advents are fulfilled. We're talking about the fall advents now. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. This Revelation verse, chapter 9, verse 1, say that's the sound of the fifth trumpet. Fifth angel blew a trumpet. And so I ask you again, where were you when the other four trumpets were sounding? Were you asleep? See, a whole lot of trumpets are getting are being sounded right now. During Rosh Hashanah, the trumpets are sounded 100 times 
in these next 10 days, 100 times every day. I say again, as I did in the overview of the Lord's Feast in my message on Sunday evening, the Feast of Trumpets foreshadows the rapture. As we prepared ourselves in Elul through consecration for the coming of the bridegroom, which I suggested is the period of the true rapture, which Yahushua returns for his bride in the darkness of the night, which uh, Matthew 25, 1 through 13, that passage coincides with 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 through 11. And that reads, but of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. He's, you already know the time and the season. That's what it, of the times and the season. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child. And they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others. Let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that be drunken are drunken in the night. Oh, but let us who are of the day, hallelujah, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. But God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord, Yahushua, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another even as also you do. These, these, these scriptures are left for us as a warning, hallelujah, of the return of our Messiah, who will fully return and avenge from the clouds, fully arrayed in his battle attire and flanked by his garrison of angels, as the scriptures do tell us that he has come from the, already come from the wedding feast. He's married by this time. So Matthew 25, 1 through 13 has already happened by this time. When you see him in the clouds, he's already been to the wedding feast. He's already gotten the five uh, wise virgins as his bride and left five foolish behind and told them he never knew them. So when they looked up, they saw him in the clouds. He came as a thief in the night. That's when he came. And now we see him in the clouds, prepared to fight for the dignity of his bride and reclaim all that belongs to his father, Idonai, including the earth itself. I don't know if you remember, but in my book, The Real Battlefield, I mentioned the stages of generations 
where each generation becomes more and more laxed in the area. And finally, we see the final sign in a generation that ushers in destruction. How many levels do you have to go before we see destruction? What we see in the book of Judges, it said that they went around in the book of Judges 325 times in the book of Judges. The same ordeal over and over. We so stiff-necked and, and stubborn, we don't learn. The first is complacency. When we have been blessed out of the abundance of the Lord, having our needs met, no longer having to, to, to beg, we're, we're falling down. Blessings are just falling down like rain upon Yah's chosen people. In the next generation, oh, they see us. They, they see that first generation and they become idolatrous. That abomination that causes us to love things, the creation, more than the creator. Then we become entitled, think we're supposed to have certain things. There's that generation too. See, I'm just not talking out of my mouth. (laughs) There's a generation that feels they're entitled to everything. They don't have to work for it. They don't have to do nothing for it. They're just entitled to it because their parents raised them that way, to be entitled, to think that the, the, it's, the, it's the table's fault when you bumped your knee because you were running through the house, but it's the table's fault. You entitled, you little queens and kings running around. Then those produce rebellious children, a rebellious generation. Because they don't even know the name of Yah. They don't even know who he is. They stopped going to church a long time ago. They never, this generation, the rebellious generation, they never went. They don't have to do nothing. They don't have to work. They don't have to, they don't have to respect you. They don't have to respect their elders. They don't have to do nothing. They're rebellious. So then the destruction has to come. Because God said, ain't nobody going to run around here and don't know me. It ain't going to happen. So if they got to go through something, they're going to scream for me. They're going to yell my name. They're going to call on me. Then I will answer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. These four generations exist together right now. One generation damaging the next causing us all to look at destruction in this end time hour. They did it in Judges 325 times. It's a cycle. We're in that cycle right now. And we've already brought in the rebellious generation. The only thing that's left now is destruction. We see these stages progressing, all leading to destruction, where they have to call upon the Lord, Elohim, Yahuwah, our God, to be saved. All stemming out of his demonstration of love toward us. Oh, this is love. He wants us to know him. He wants us to know his love for us. He doesn't want us to compare it with any other kind of love. 
There's not an idol that can love you like God, L-O-M, loves you. There's not an idol out there that can give you and bless you the way that L-O-M blesses. Hallelujah. He wants you to know him because he created you. He created you. I searched back to my golden nuggets in my lighthouse of prayer. I, I know you can tell I'm exhausted. Three days is too much for me. So I know that today is the conclusion and for the rest of the week, I will be having to revive myself. I'm drinking tea and everything else to just have the energy to stand here, sit here with you today to just finish this word. Uh, so I, I searched back to my golden nuggets uh, in my lighthouse of prayer, prayer line group, uh, where I remember, remember teaching on um taking it further, uh, how um, Yahuwah uh, said he's going to take his Israelites into the wilderness and um, bless them and, and tabernacle with them. See, we get, that takes us into a whole nother um, um, feast. But in order to tabernacle with him, we've got to go through some things first. Some things have to happen. So we know that these feasts are unfulfilled right now. We can't tabernacle with him until we go through this. Yet in the end time hour, he says, as she repents, he is turning back to his wife who will no longer be disgraced or or feel shame. Now, I, I want you to understand that there are two wives. There's a, the wife to Yahuwah in the Old Testament, and there's the wife to the bridegroom in the New Testament. But the wife is from the same family. The, the wife is, is the elders of old, and their descendants are the wife of Yahushua. There's so much to understand, but we're all the same wife. We're all the wife. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? But the wife of Yahushua includes the Gentiles. The wife of Elohim is the wife of the Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's who uh, the, the, our, their descendants are the New Testament wife. And so I just want to bring that to mind. But when he comes and he says he's going to preach, Joel chapter 2 also tells you something about that wife. And he talks about those dry bones that he's going to bring back to life. See, all oh, we all going to be here together at the end. When it all comes together, we all going to be there. We're all going to tabernacle with him. We're going to all be there. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Israel, Jacob and Israel, same. You know, we're all going to be there. So we're all going to be there. And so that should be that should give us so much to look forward to and to want to be in that number, in that crowd, as the song says. I want to be in that number. So as we repent, things will begin to happen. So that's why we play that song as our theme song. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves Oh, and pray and seek my face. Oh, Lord, if we would just do that, come to that place of repentance and regret 
And that's what Lul is about, for us to come to that place to see ourselves and wash ourselves in that, in that uh, brazen labor and clean out up our wrinkles and spots and get it together so that when Yahushua comes for his bride, we'll be ready. Hallelujah. So in 2 Chronicles verses 13 through 14, No, let's go back. We were reminded of his love for his wife, whom he at one time mistreated and allowed to go through and live the cursed life of Deuteronomy 28 through 30. Oh, yeah, we suffered. Hallelujah. Our our forefathers suffered and they had to go through some things according to Deuteronomy 28 through 30. We had to be under pressure. Oh, and a lot of us were killed. A lot of us came out, but a, a few of us came out, but a lot of us were killed because of our disobedience. Oh, and one of the one part of that disobedience was dismissing the Shemitah, the seventh year Shemitah. Hallelujah. Her husband is now here to protect and keep her in his compassion and love. He says in verse 14 of 2 Chronicles, verses 13 through 14, and I'm going to read that to you in just a minute, that she shall be far from oppression, fear, and terror. See, all the things that we're praying to God to about right now, oh, Lord, justice, we need justice. Oh, he said he's going to give it to us. We're going to get justice. He's going to get it for us. Hallelujah. So we shall be far from oppression, fear, and terror, for he will cover and protect her as in our Psalms 91 reference of the past few days. Our children, Israel today, shall be taught of the Lord. They will see with their own eyes as he slowly turns and reclaims his wife. The children of Israel are going to see their husband give his wife the attention that she needs by clothing her in righteousness, blessing her with favor and honor, and teaching her of him once again. Israel will call him by his name, Yah. For we will realize that Yehuda are his people who are called by his name. Second Chronicles 7, 13 through 14. If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence upon my people, if my people, which I call, if my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Second Chronicles tells us here that if y'all sends plagues and storms, that we, if we would humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways. You see, there are stipulations to receiving answers to prayer that he will forgive their sin and heal the land. We have the potential to expect to be forgiven and activate healing all over this land. Since the Feast of Trumpets was determined by the first appearance of the new moon, 
no one really knew when that when that moon was going to happen until it happened. That's why that one was standing on that mountaintop, just ready at every sign of that new moon, hallelujah, to blow that shofar. Matthew 24, 36 says, but of the day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. Prophecy will be fulfilled regarding return of the Lord for his bride. It will happen soon. For it has to happen before Sukkot, Feast of Tabernacles, Booths. It's got to happen before then. In order for things to happen in order, and God is a God of order. Hmm. Because we know that he wants to tabernacle with us. So there are things that must happen before that happens. I pray you'll be ready. Start listening for the sounding of the trumpets more intently and more purposefully. Oh, have some hope in your heart, knowing that when those trumpets begin to sound, those trumpets are sounding for you, for you to know what time it is, what's happening. You got to go to your word. You got to read your word. During the Feast of Trumpets, the shofar is blown 100 times a day for 10 days. That trumpet is just being blown all day long. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, let's, let's blow that trumpet one more time. Let's, let's blow that shofar one more time. a day for 10 days. That's a whole lot of blasts. They're called blasts. Are you prepared for what they will be alerting you to? I pray you'll be ready. I spend a lot of time trying to alert you in this end time hour about what is approaching. I have not told you half the things that I know in my spirit. Because right now I know you can't handle it. It took me a while to be able to handle it. But if you read the word, Holy Spirit, Raul Kaka Dash will reveal it to you as well. 
Luke chapter 21, I want to read that. I pray you will stop allowing yourselves to remain distracted by all the enticing breadcrumbs that the enemy sets before you daily to distract you from, from the opening of seals and the sounding of trumpets that have already begun sounding, proclaiming the destruction that Yahushua oh, proclaimed in Matthew 24, Matthew 25, and Mark 13, and Luke 21. Excuse me. So, and I want to read Luke 21 to you right now. And it says, and they asked him, it's pretty lengthy, so I just want you to listen. And they asked him, saying, Master, well, when shall these things be? And what sign will there be when these things come to pass? And he said, Take heed that you not be deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And the time draweth near, so go you not therefore after them. Don't follow them, because they ain't me. But when you shall hear of wars and commotions, as rumors of wars. Be not terrified. For these things must first come to pass. Are you hearing it? But the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. These ain't fairy tales. And great earthquakes shall be in diverse places, and famines and pestilences, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you. He's talking to his people now. Delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. 16 says, and you shall be betrayed both by parents. So much going on these days. Somebody shot the mother. Somebody killed the father. Somebody killed their sisters and brothers. This is just in the last couple of weeks. Demon possession is on the rise, whether you realize it or not. There's so much going on. And greater quakes shall be in diverse places and famines and pestilences and fearful sights and great signs shall there be from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you. Delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake, and you shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinfolk and friends. And some of you shall they cause to be put to death. You know, some are so angry right now, you haven't gotten that vaccine. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. And when you shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. 
Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out. And let not them that are in the countries enter therein too, for these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But a woe unto them with child, and to them that give suck in those days. For for there shall be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles, until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun, look up, and in the moon, and in the stars. And upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. The sea and the waves roaring, men's heart failing them for fear. What you gonna see that's gonna cause you to have a heart attack? And for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. Oh, what's coming? Something's coming. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man. See, not until then. Coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, hallelujah, then look up and lift your heads or your redemption draweth nigh. I want to read a post uh, shared by one of my Facebook friends, Elder Crystal Roberts. Um, It was on her Facebook page over this past weekend. And though she did not write it, she felt compelled to post it. And when I saw it, I felt the same thing. It brought me to a place of mourning and grief when I read this post. And it says, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 9 and 16, that during the end times, a 200 million man army from the east will come to make war against Israel and her allies. They will come from China and her allies, Russia, Iran, Iraq, Taliban, etc., and will come through the Khyber Pass into and through Afghanistan and follow the dried up Euphrates River Valley across Iran and Iraq into the Middle East. A third of mankind will die. Jesus will come back to earth physically to fight for his people and establish his earthly kingdom. If you are away from God, come home. He loves you. That was supposed. My question to you this afternoon is, are you ready for what is about to come? Prophecy is being fulfilled even now as China and Russia are befriending the Taliban in Afghanistan. War is coming. The Bible tells us in Revelation chapter 8, 7, and 9, one-third of the ships, my son is in the Navy, one-third of the ships in the seas will be destroyed. Are you ready to see the fulfillment of these fall events? 
It's got to happen. If all of this has to happen before we tabernacle with God. Things are going to happen in this Rosh Hashanah, in these 10 days of awe. Hallelujah. Things are preparing to happen. Hallelujah. During Yom Kippur and Sukkot. Manifestation and fulfillment of prophecy is on the horizon. Look up. The redemption is nigh. But look at what you got to go through. Hearts are going to fail. Word of God says hearts are going to fail. Hallelujah. Words coming. The Bible tells us in Revelation 8, 7 through 9 that a third of the ships in the seas will be destroyed. Are you ready to see the fall, the, the fulfillment of these faulty advents? It's already begun. Mark 13, 18 through 20 says, And pray ye that your flight be not in winter. For in those days shall affliction such as was not from the beginning of the creation, which God created unto this time, neither shall be, and except that the Lord has shortened those days, no flesh should be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he hath chosen, he hath shortened the days. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let us seal this with prayer. Hallelujah. I search the world. Here comes fill me. Magic praise. Father God, we thank you for this word, Lord God, that awakens us in this end time hour, Lord God, awakens us to the truth. We thank you for opening our eyes, Lord God, that we might see, Lord God, that the scales have been removed, Lord God. The Zion is awoke now, Lord God. And we hear you, hallelujah. We hear you, Lord God. We hear you calling. We hear you, Lord God, saying, wake up, oh Lord God, and get ready to move with the cloud. Get ready to move, hallelujah, with the fire. Oh Lord God, we can't make it on our own with our own wisdom. Teach us your ways, Lord God. Show us, give us direction, instruct us, Lord God. And the things, Lord God, as we begin to hear the trumpet sound, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, that we, Lord God, are able, Lord God, to sustain, Lord God, by running into you, hallelujah, by running under your wings, hallelujah, by looking to you, Lord God, for direction and comfort and strength. Hallelujah. Oh, let your word find us, Lord God. Let your word of direction, correction, oh Lord, instruction. Hallelujah. Oh, that we might comply, Lord God, and do thy will, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, as we repent before you today, Lord God. Oh, help us, dear Heavenly Father. 
Oh, Lord God. Help us to observe, Lord God, the things that you have told us to have commanded us to observe, Lord God, the feasts, the moids, the moidims, the consecrations, the convocations. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, Lord God. Help us. Bring our hearts and minds in line with your word, Lord God. Let us not be deceived, dear Heavenly Father, by those breadcrumbs of media disinformation, Lord God, the uh, uh, social media disinformation, Lord God, lies and deceptions of the enemy, Lord God, that are placed before us, Lord God, that we may, Lord God, be deceived to take a mark, Lord God. Hallelujah. Open our eyes, Lord God, that we might see. Hallelujah. Oh, open our understanding. Give us clarity, Lord God, and soundness in our minds today, dear Heavenly Father. Oh, Lord God, that we can perceive with clarity, hallelujah, oh, your word, Lord God. Oh, no longer, dear Heavenly Father, being confused by your word, dear Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, but your word, dear Heavenly Father, may influence and impact our lives, Lord God. To even bring our own children and grandchildren, dear Heavenly Father. Oh, let not that word, dear Heavenly Father, of rebellion and, and a generational entitlement, Lord God, oh Lord God, seep into the families, dear Heavenly Father, of the hearts and the ears, dear Heavenly Father, attentive to this word today, Lord God. Oh Lord God, bless us indeed, Lord God. Bless us with your word, oh Lord God, but bless us with your presence, hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, let us be led by Baruch HaKadosh. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God. That's, dear Heavenly Father, what the five foolish virgins were missing, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, I plead, Lord God, before the people today, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit, your Baruch HaKadosh. Hallelujah. Your Baruch HaKadosh. Hallelujah, Lord God. That they receive you today, Lord God, in the mighty name of Yahushua. Hallelujah. Oh, let this word penetrate today, dear Heavenly Father. Be absorbed, dear Heavenly Father, in the hearts and mind of your people today, Lord God. Oh, I thank you, Lord God, for your word of truth that it has been delivered today. Hallelujah. Glory to you. Glory to your name. Oh, I plead the blood of Yahushua over each and every one at the sound of my voice right now. On the live stream and even on the recorded call, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, I ask for your blessings today, Lord God. During this Rosh Hashanah, Lord God, bless those that have given into this ministry, dear Heavenly Father. Those that give, dear Heavenly Father, according to your word of giving during this season, Lord God. During this Advent. Oh, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Father. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord God. I thank you. Amen. 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 Oh, glory to God. This is the time to give. The word of Yah tells us that every year at the time of Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. Hallelujah. From this period, there should be giving going on. He has provided this place as a place to receive. Hallelujah. Um, 
He, God opens the book to see our goodness, to make the world a better place, to bring our first fruits, to help the homeless, to reap a harvest in our lives, not for eternity, but for one whole year. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 2, 16 through 17 says, Let no man therefore judge you in eating or in drinking, or with respect to a feast day or a new moon or Shabbat, hallelujah, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is Messiah's. This is a time to serve in your giving in these 10 days while the shofar is being blown 100 times a day till Yom Kippur. God is saying, I want you to participate, giving you an opportunity to be a blessing and to be blessed by providing you a place. This is Angel Hart Garrison Ministries. You may send your offering uh, to Angel Hart Garrison Ministries, P.O. Box 4641, Oceanside, California, 92052-4641. You can send your payment, your, your offering or tithe or mission. Uh, offering to um, through to PayPal or Chase Quick Pay, Zelly or Zelly, whatever type of Zelly you have. And our email is aheartgministries at yahoo.com. Angel Heart Ministries, Angel Heart Garrison Ministries is the corporate nonprofit for IFPW and also for Samaritan Angel Project Mission. So you should designate your giving to whichever you'd like, but your giving will bless others. That is for you to know. Hallelujah. You can also send uh, your gift as a cash app to a um, dollar sign, A-H-G-M-I-E-N. And you can send a love offering to me, Apostle Ramona, at through cash app, dollar sign, R-G-H-A-S. RG has. Your donation to the ministry are tax deductible as Angel Heart Garrison Ministries is a 501c3 nonprofit religious charitable organization. Hallelujah. As we continue to assemble ourselves together and observe Rosh Hashanah eating our fruits, twisted breads, and honeys. As my husband and I have already had our date for pie and tea after this teleconference last night. And I don't know pie, apple pie doesn't, but it have apples in it. As we observe together this holy day, Moed, Feast of Yahuwah. And as we rest now through this into the next, which will be Yom Kippur on uh, September 16th. I don't know whether we'll be coming together the night of the 15th or the 16th. When we will come back with a word from the Lord on that high holy feast of atonement the most solemn day and if i'm led to do so the 10 days of r as well and as we uh don't forget to pick up a copy of prophet jonathan Cobb's book the mystery of the shemitah and the other book the harbinger hallelujah and well my book of the month uh, for Apostle Ramona Haswell is Hindrances to Prayer. 
I'll pull it back. Hindrances to prayer available to you uh, through my website for $15. Also, want to remind you that Teshuvah is coming soon at the end of the year. Uh, so much to finish, so much to do. And the real battlefield, too, is coming before Teshuvah. So hopefully, within a couple of months, you will be able to purchase this book and the revised edition of The Real Battlefield that will both be released at the same time. Uh, the the uh, first edition of The Real Battlefield is still available right now. If you want to run and go and get that one, because as soon as The Real Battlefield 2 is ready, I will be um, uh, changing uh, that Real Battlefield to the revised edition. Uh, so I think that's it. You can find any of my books uh, by looking for me on liking my author Ramona Haswell Facebook page and connect with me on my website, Angel Death Heart, Garrison Collective Works. Webs.com. And don't forget to like our Facebook and join our website for our International Fellowship of Prophetic Watchmen, Jamar Warriors, and Intercessors of the House of Yehuda. I'm Apostle Ramona Haswell from our Oceanside, California chapter, saying Happy New Year, grace and peace as we close out this assembly and continue to observe this month's fall feast as we draw closely into New Shemitah year 5782 Rosh Hashanah Feast of Trumpets and Shemitah Glory to Yahuwah Elohim Yahuwah Elohim Glory, Glory Hallelujah Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.